0: We all know that angst when there are things we just don't know how to talk about. You know, the things we keep secrets about, like our sexuality.
1: We're Sean and Helena Bonito, and we welcome you to the Secret Habit Podcast. We find it so hard to find couples willing to talk about sex and how to live out God's design for sexuality. This is why we are here, to be that couple for you.
0: Relational challenges around sex can be so awkward to talk about. That is why this podcast is all about authenticity with a heavy dose of fun.
1: We want you to experience hope that inspires change. The kind of change that helps you love stronger, laugh harder, and sex better.
0: Let's go! Hey man, are you ready to take the step to quitting porn, but feel stuck because you don't know how? Well, I have just the thing for you. The Secret Habit Recovery Accelerator, an all in one systemized and proven roadmap to helping Christian men experience lasting freedom from porn. In the accelerator, you will get the three essentials to a successful recovery. One, expert guidance from myself, someone who has five years of freedom under their belt. Two, a proven roadmap. We have helped transform over 2,000 relationships through our programs. And three, like-minded community of men. Recovering alongside other men increases your chance of hitting your recovery goals by 66%. Isn't that amazing? So if you're really serious about accelerating your recovery, then head on over to secrethabit.ca slash porn recovery program or click the link in the show notes to hop on a complimentary call with me to see if you're a good fit for the accelerator. Until then, God bless. Today we are talking about orgasm simply because Helena and I have a story where I didn't know how to help her get to orgasm. I thought I was doing a great job because of what I've learned from pornography and it actually led to Helena being afraid to tell me she wasn't orgasming due to me probably feeling shame and it was just this huge mess and -hmm. there has been some amazing findings since then and some abundance in our sex life that we wanted to talk about and there's research and stats that will intertwine into this talk but really like helena you were the one who wasn't orgasming who wasn't enjoying that beautiful climax that god created for Mm -hmm. one flesh couples to enjoy together and that happened for a while like why don't you share a little bit about why this topic matters to you because you were the one who Went through more suffering than I did, technically, because men, you know, 95% of the time, orgasm.
1: Yeah, well, this is an interesting topic. And I think so many, so many women I've talked to, and there's a research that uh, we've seen as well from a book called Great Sex *Sex Rescue. And uh, just talks about how many women just don't orgasm. And also, how many women pretend like they mm. orgasm. Wow, I feel like I was just really good at it because i i think we're afraid that people that the men are not going to be able to handle the truth and so what's happening in uh you know what was happening actually i was afraid to tell sean because first of all i thought like first of all i actually thought of like something's wrong with me that this this just doesn't work and The only way I can climax is through uh, masturbation or pornography. And the second of all, um, you know, or just some just just circumstances. And then um, the second of all thing I was really afraid of, if I tell Sean that it's not happening and when I told him, that would be just so much shame. So he would go into like we were talking in a previous episode, he would go into shame cycle and it would just be about him and we would not be able to really get into an honest conversation because of this shame. And then, you know, he would have shame, I would have shame, and then here it go. So we would actually never be able to deal with it. So what I and also I was afraid that Sean is gonna go and watch pornography if um If I am going to tell him and this happened, this happened. So I was just, I was just afraid that if this, if I'm going to become vulnerable about this piece and if I'm going to get what I'm desiring, I, um, basically he's going to go watch pornography. Uh, if I tell him that I, I didn't, uh, climax. Hmm. And so that's put us on our journey of uh, a journey of two years pretending. Wow. Yeah. like I climax and yeah. I every no time idea. in between the two years I tell you that I didn't I every time I was afraid of that response and the response wasn't wasn't good it was very like uh, you shut down that was kind of your response and so um it was very difficult and we didn't talk about it as women and there is also so much so uh, when I would try to talk to Sean about explaining, okay, this is yeah, hilarious. And bad. this happened all the time. You know, I know this because I've I've been helping other women as well. And this happens all the time where women are trying to explain, especially men, in pornog- men that have watched pornography, which is most men that have seen pornography, it's most men that has ever seen pornography. And uh, it's like they have this idea that, what they see in porn that's actually what women want and and it's just so ridiculous because uh there is an individual each woman has its way and each woman has its own uh way to actually get to climax and it is very personal um, there's just very personal things to uh, to how it is, and so obviously you can have a physical climax that is just like here we go, and I climax, but and you can kind of learn that. But if you want to have that connection, that intimacy, that personal touch that the women uh, is longing for, there is always a need for understanding of her biology and understanding of her own her own way of how she comes to... So, there's so much more to it than what you see in pornography. And that's what's confusing to men. And so, I'm um, I i would, going to talk a little bit about the biology in a little bit. But I just wanted to give you just this this insight of kind of where we were and how, how yeah. difficult it is. And if you find yourself in that, that it's totally normal that...
0: Normal, but not okay. Not
1: okay. Not okay yeah. because... Uh, but we want to give you a, we want to give you a permission, permission to talk about this, a permission to learn about each other, a permission for the man to learn about the, the women's body, like that is, it is intricate, it's its own biology, it's its own Yep. You know, we are we are different. The way that the biology of the woman's body functions is much different than the biology of a, of men. So mm. we need to we need to be able to understand that as well in order to um, and not going into it blindly, you know. And the best way, I think, the best way I've seen this grow in our life was the fact that we, you know, you kind of took off the pride mm-hmm. that you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and and that did come after quitting porn.
1: And that came after you quit yeah. porn, yes.
0: So our story won't be exactly like someone who's listening and there's pornography in mm-hmm. the marriage or relationship. That's always going to cause a huge tension because the wife or female partner is always questioning is he does he really love me is he is choosing he only me that's is the he biggest, safe
1: the biggest question yeah. that women have is is he safe yeah
0: and an orgasm really can, can I only trust him orgasm can really only happen when the body's relaxed
1: that's when exactly you can fully
0: enjoy the that's sex
1: exactly yes. and that's the
0: challenge so like for yeah. me when Helena's talking about that you know me feeling shame or pride it's because the culture tells us that we know how to have sex like Real men know how to have sex Mm -hmm. porn shows this portrayal that You know a a man just meets a woman at a garage sale and they go into the house and have quote-unquote great sex It's like a man knows how to do that That is what is good sex because that's what my sex education was is the aggressive Sex that you see in pornography the pounding the, the, the the heavy thrusting the everything like the way they even do masturbation in pornography like That's the kind of stuff that I thought was normal and enjoyable. Mm -hmm. I did that when I had sex before being a Christian. And Before meeting you and I never had any woman tell me like that's terrible But again, this is playing into the fact that they yeah. they, they don't know how to say it or what to say
1: They probably didn't tell you
0: they, they also probably watch porn and have no idea like that's just probably what should be normal and that's the confusion of Pornography and getting that's our exactly. sex education from porn is it's so confusing mm-hmm. and that's where the pride comes in It's like it's like when you're a young kid well, my my mom says the Montreal Canadiens are the best hockey team but mm-hmm. my dad says it's the Maple Leafs and it's like we're always like so prideful based on what we learned mm-hmm. from something that felt safe to us
1: yeah it's it's and it's so interesting because I knew that that's where you learn it from right like it's like it was it was kind of like um yeah that I knew that you learned that from pornography and there <laughs> There wasn't any, like, personal way of, like, I am a different woman mm-hmm. than all the pornography.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're dealing with me. You're not dealing with pornography. And that was, I am very, um, I don't know how to say that. Like, I'm very proud of that. And I am I, I'm, I'm really grateful I said that, um, I don't know how to say this, but just that I was able to... Set some boundaries, you know, moving forward. That I don't like certain things. I think this is so hard for women mm. sometimes just to share what they like and what they don't like. And, um, yeah, and just like that's okay. Like, you don't yeah. have to like yeah. what's in porn. And it's almost like it's expected of you mm. that you like what's in porn. And if you wow. don't like what's in porn, or how they're having sex then you as a couple are not having great sex and this is the culture we're living in and this is what young couples it's absolutely ludicrous but it's like what young couples are thinking and going mm-hmm. through yeah so th- we have this measurement of what a girl's sex should look like based on porn mhm yeah like, it's that's absolutely ridiculous yeah. right and that's you know even I watched pornography but I I still didn't like Like I didn't came, the climax didn't came on from the way that somebody didn't like the pornography. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. So, so this is why it's very personal to each person. And this is what I found with my clients that I've, I've been with and worked with. And, um, and this is what I've seen also like in, in the books and in the research that I've seen when it comes to orgasm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I'm excited for you to speak a little bit more about the biology because that's so huge and that's one of the things that began to unravel my pride was actually looking at the facts and the truth and the reality Mm -hmm. of what was going on and helping me see that what I taught was incorrect. What was given to me was incorrect Mm -hmm. and it was just a humbling moment for me. Uh, I had quit pornography, so maybe it was a bit easier for me to see it clearly. But mm-hmm. I think that can be so powerful, and and this matters so much because I don't know the exact numbers, but I think um, most men orgasm within three minutes, mm-hmm. and women can take up to eighteen minutes. Yes. Is that right?
1: Yes, that's correct. So
0: that, so even that alone, like no one ever told me that. Mm-hmm. Like no one ever said that plainly. I'm like, wow. Like if that was told to me, if that was shared to me, it's kind of like when. When we're young we wish someone told us the harms of pornography and helped us with it And it's like when I was starting to have sex I wish someone told me that and I could like have a frame of mind around that Mm -hmm. Because it would change the way I do foreplay and you know Slow down and enjoy sex rather than being rough and tough kind of thing But the biology was so monumental for me to really learn like the clitor the clitoris is outside yes. of the vagina. Yes, I'm talking about it. So, yes. So like that is massive. Like that was mind blowing for me that women feel even more pleasure when you're not actually having penetration. Yeah. Like that's doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the, it's interesting because but it does the, make sense. The, It makes sense, yeah. Hmm. And it's so interesting because the clitoris is like can really vary. From women to women, yeah, like actually, wow. if you look at the biology of uh, vaginas, <laughs> it's like there's so many different types. It's so beautiful, and it's so many different types of breasts. Do they so use that people.
0: language types, or would they say what well, would that be the language? Like is it types, or is it shapes and sizes? Like what shapes
1: are... is a great yeah. word? Yeah, different shapes, and you can say certain types yeah. okay. um, as well, uh, and. In, it's, like, it's so beautiful, like, just to just to realize that, you know, it's not all the same. And that's why we got to learn about each other. I think God made it so well. Like, you know, he he's, like, uh, if you guys really want to, like, enjoy it this well, like, you actually need to know mm, each other well, yeah. you know? So, like, I really like that. I think it's really beautiful that we're all different. And so that means that the clitoris can be... Um, can be you know in different different uh spots of not different spots like different almost range so some hmm. of them might be a bit closer to the opening some of them a bit higher hmm. and which makes a huge difference wow. so it can be a huge difference it can be a huge difference <laughs> so the penetration for some women can be enough oh, uh, okay it can be enough and by based on the angle and also based on where the clitoris is positioned and then for some women, this could be totally different and it's not enough, the penetration alone all is really not enough because the clitoris is way out, way above and it's very difficult to, to for the, the, for the, uh, for the penetration to even happen with just a penis. And so that's why this is really important to talk about that it's not one size-fits-all. Mm. And, and, and we need, really need to discuss this. So it's beautiful, because the clitoris the, is no other purpose, little to no other purpose yeah. than for pleasure. Yeah. So why would God made us? With clitoris.
0: And it's outside of... And
1: it's outside For many of, women. It's for many women. So wild. Such a wild concept. It's a <laughs> wild concept. And I think it's because, like, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, does this guy just want to, like, really show us that it's not just about you sticking in and yeah. out. I don't know. And, and just really finding a way for both. Because you're... You have to get into certain positions sometimes that um, just kind of are sometimes better for me and I have to sometimes get into positions that are just a better feel and penetration for you and I think that's kind of like the serving one another right like you are serving one another in that and um, I think it's just really important to to understand that and one interesting thing and a fact is that like there's so many women that actually haven't ever seen how they're own vagina looks like
0: mm.
1: so you look at your penis and you see your penis but for so many women it's almost like a distant feeling like like we don't even know what it looks like and so i know this might sound like interesting but it's it's actually helpful mm. for a woman to to see what her vagina looks like where the clitoris is and and have Uh, you know have the mirror and you guys could do that together you know just like explore this together i think this is the beauty of that beautiful thing of the one flesh who else are you gonna share this with than your husband i think this is so wonderful and so i i think that's amazing we can do this together and learn together and so instead of like try and look at pornography like you know what I mean? Like this is like what we are doing to hmm. learn about sex when we're young. Yeah. Like this is so ridiculous. And um you know there is we have amazing biology books that we can learn so much about when it comes to actually the functionalities of of sex as well. And it's not not just based on books, obviously there are feelings, but I think the biology can be really yeah. really extremely helpful. So and so good that is important to know and, and there are different ways to obviously hit those spots and then help with the penetration. Mm. There's been there's been different you know different women are gonna like different things and this is also important. So like do you guys ask each other like do you ask that women, you know, do you ask your wife, uh like what does make her feel really like excited? And so that's going to be so different compared to a different woman, right? That's why we need to ask individually, what is that makes you excited? And the problem is that so many men are so proud that they don't ever ask that. And so they just, they just assume tons of things yeah. about how women... I
0: think there's fear behind it too because they don't actually know. Mm-hmm. And it's like it comes off as pride, but it's actually rooted in fear they're that afraid. it would be inadequacy. They are not, fear failure. not
1: good men yeah. enough.
0: Yeah. So yeah. there's lots more below that.
1: It can, it can seem as pride, but do you think that there is a bit of a pride as well?
0: Yeah, it's the yeah. symptom.
1: It's the symptom.
0: I believe pride would be the byproduct of fear, like the fear of inadequacy mm-hmm. is going to make you very prideful of that one thing you're good at hmm And like don't talk to me about anything else because that's that's why a lot of men don't want to go to counseling. Yeah. Because there's pride, but it's really deeper that there's fear that's of really actually right. being you can found out. It,
1: yeah, you can give some insight on this. Yeah. I, I agree with you, babe. I think I've seen a lot of shame and fear during that. And so yeah, I want to have a compassion in that and just see that it's it's there are some there's some understanding behind yeah. that. And that was the same thing for me. You know, it was fear and yeah. partially pride. I didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I think that would be for the biology. It's really Obviously, good. you can find out so much on, um, you know, having a biology book and actually <laughs> understanding. There's also an interesting thing about vi- biology and hormones. So, there's different... Uh, phases in the month where you are gonna have it's called cervix it's gonna be harder or softer so it's really it it can change the way that it feels that, Mm. that that time of the month also hormones are gonna make a huge difference as to when and how it feels throughout the throughout the month so we really need to we really need to put in that aspect as well that there are certain times of the month and seasons uh, in the month that really uh, make a huge difference when it comes to women um, and, and and orgasm.
0: Yeah, wow. So much there. And of course, that this is just the tip of the iceberg, but mm-hmm. you're talking about design, type, shape. You're talking about times of the month where it feels a bit different. You're talking about Angles and positions and serving, mm-hmm. like there's so much here. Where this is probably enough. That's mind-boggling to people. And this was what I learned from you. Mm-hmm. And when I was met with that, I had a decision to make. And for me, I remember and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember be, because I quit porn, I'd, I'd done healing, I'd worked through some stuff. I don't remember being prideful anymore. I remember actually being open. I think there was fear. But I remember there being like, okay, like this makes way too much sense to deny it. Mm -hmm. And I remember it being really relieving because it made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And there was hope that like, I I think the mark of a real man is the one who can serve his wife and actually satisfy her. The mark of a real man isn't doing what he thinks is right in the way of it. If it it doesn't actually end in a good outcome. Mm. So it's like the, the mark of a real man is actually... Look at Jesus and he was serving. He was the servant Mm. He was humble and lowly and willing and it's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I just remember being Relieved and and quite excited Mm -hmm. and I remember the the moments as we started learning about this together where we would have sex And you would orgasm it was like the most encouraging thing to me as a man Mm -hmm. so that was monumental and that was a huge time of growth where sex I don't know if it, like, it took on a new place in my heart, I would say. Mm-hmm. That it really moved into being truly the mind-body-spirit connection. That there, there was a, a deep desire to, to, to enjoy the climax together. I think when a man orgasms all the time and he realizes his wife isn't orgasming, not only is she dissatisfied, but I think he actually loses satisfaction. Because sex isn't about the man orgasm it's not even about orgasm at all no. it's actually about intimacy and serving one another oh, yes. and the byproduct of both of those things is orgasm
1: yes and I would just like to add when we are talking about the we were talking about the body and I would like to just a bit touch on the mind yeah. where I think so many what's actually holding back women there's a lot of women that actually really deal with their mind and you know the same way that men have ed in many ways erectile dysfunction dysfunction, in many ways women actually are um really they need to start dealing with their mind and and understanding obviously understanding what's going on in their in their heads while they're having sex um and that's where i would recommend journaling every like just journaling get in the bottom of what's really going on and and journaling in prayer is like the past two things you can do for this and uh, you don't seriously like you so many times you don't even need a counselor to be able to do these things like you if you are a self-sufficient person you can go find a journal and pen and really go deep and down get go go and and try to figure out what you're thinking about before and after and during sex this one's those ones are really super helpful things and to to just understand your mind i remember like i would then try to like play around with my with in my head like how you know what do i want to be thinking about while we are having sex because there's actually ways that i can think about things that actually bring me closer to sean that that help me really climax much much faster and much more beautiful i really enjoy it and so um I would say that many times for women, this is, um, this is that. Plus, I also want to share. You know, there's so many women that are right now um, dealing with masturbation. Like they are, it's so many women I know actually that are masturbating and they don't get the orgasm with their husbands. And I can relate to this because this was my story. I was really, you know, that was the thing. Like. Um, It's not something I did much during our marriage, you know, the second year of our marriage. I haven't done that at all. But the first year, I remember I was just so frustrated that I I think uh, it was kind of like Sean is watching pornography, so I'm just going to do that. Yeah, the revenge. Yeah, kind of the revenge. And that's something I've done before. And so I also feel like one of the problems I see is that women kind of think that they know what they're doing themselves, and so they don't want... Uh, it's almost like they get frustrated that the men don't learn what they like. And then it's it's also like, I think I would want to kind of um, just let you know that more you actually do it uh, yourself, the more you are reliant on yourself. And it's actually really sad you're just having sex with yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's where we need to, you know, that's where we need to become compassionate and understanding of why are we doing this and how can we bring this into our marriage and into our attention. This isn't something going on. So if, you know, how sad of our marriage, right? Like this is kind of what was going on in our marriage. It's like you were watching porn and I was masturbating. Like that is so sad. (laughs) And that's where, you know, I didn't didn't orgasm. You were orgasming by yourself and I was orgasming by myself. And then we didn't know how to come together. And so it was really like our marriage then after pornography was really like learning how to come together again, learning how, you know, how to really connect again after something like that. So I just want to encourage you to vulnerability and, and honesty, even about things like this within marriage.
0: Yeah, because when when we masturbate, what happens? And when we watch porn, of course, but we become desensitized to anything else because we get so used to our own hand, our own fingers, our own touch, our own pace, everything. And we can only really orgasm with that. We get so desensitized to normal stimulation that our brain only wants. The dopamine sensors can only really... Um, sense uh, dopamine or, or pleasure from the same thing all the time or mm-hmm. that you know that's why people move towards riskier pornography and all these other things so desensitization is a big part of that and that actually what leads to delayed ejaculation mm-hmm. and so many other things so that's a huge another topic but yeah you were masturbating for a year after we got married and hiding it as well yes. and there was a revenge factor there there was a desensitization yeah. factor and it really Affected us in even being able to orgasm. So there's many layers to our story of this, but what's so cool is We've been able to find a sweet spot Yeah, a sweet place in our sex life over the last say call it four years Mm -hmm. three four years It's incredible to think that because that is a blessing that when you get married and not orgasming or you're addicted to porn and you don't know if there's hope for the future uh yeah there is and and that's incredible god is so redeeming and i think what has changed the most for us is kind of what helena's talking about is the mindset is like this is what god has made sex for this is what's beautiful this is what we can actually begin to expect as our bodies have healed our minds have healed our brains have healed i actually go into having sex with helena with the expectation. For her to orgasm in a healthy way because I'm serving her and creating room for intimacy And I now know about her body. I know what she wants I know what she likes and it actually makes me feel really manly And it's been a Mm -hmm. big part of me actually overcoming erectile dysfunction because I now feel confident Mm -hmm. And that is so cool And then it makes helena feel satisfied which then makes me feel satisfied and it's this beautiful beautiful Sexual template that we call Mm -hmm. and and that's been really monumental. So I am just so grateful like to even be able to talk about this topic. There's so much more to it. Like The Great Sex Rescue, will link that book below. It's a phenomenal book that gets into the intricacies of the problems behind women not being able to orgasm. Men thinking that they're doing a good job. What the purity culture is taught, what porn is teaching and all these things. So that mm-hmm. book is top notch. It just really made me aware of how important this topic is and how grateful I am for the way God has brought us through the healing journey so mm-hmm. you, you you know Helena, you've been an amazing advocate for the woman's body and i think mm-hmm. learning about the woman's body from you was awesome like i yeah. learned so much you're so <laughs> good at talking about it because you're so natural and passionate about it and i just hope that men and women listening to this can hear your mm-hmm. passion for their bodies like being able to bless yes, their body see it in the mirror look at it mm-hmm. talk about it because it is a god-given part that is not condemned there's no shame Mm -hmm. in our body there's Mm -hmm. just what we learn about our body from people and evil makes us feel shame
1: yes and that's
0: so beautiful so
1: and many of us have cursed our parts which would be a spiritual healing that needs to happen if there has been you know uh, if there's been any sexual abuse that has happened in your life we just want to you to get uh, the right healing or, or if you have cursed the parts of your body, you know, there is spiritual healing that that needs to happen, and that might really, if that doesn't happen, then, um, you know, doing all these things that we were just talking about are just is just not going to be helpful, mm. and. Um, so yeah I just wanted to say also (laughs) Sean was saying that I'm passionate about women's body so I remember which is one last thing like I just remember I would like literally bring Sean's like my book about fertility and like certain things and it would just like be uh like drawn out you know picture of like of like how it works and I was just like explain it to him and and this is this is how I needed to bring it in front of my husband so you do whatever you need to do to like explain it if there is like really a big gap I think if we talk to our husbands and 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 really become vulnerable and honest I think we can overcome together that that uh, shame that they might be feeling or whatever's going on because we we need to learn to be compassionate i definitely didn't know didn't know how to be the first two years and i think that's why um that's why we it took so long Mm, so
0: yeah that's good i didn't feel safe just due to like expectations that i felt like you had
1: Absolutely, I had expectations, and yeah, and there was pornography, obviously. You didn't feel safe because of what I, I didn't, was doing. I didn't yeah. feel safe because of what you were of doing, course. and that's so difficult. So yeah, we want to encourage you to do greater vulnerability,
0: yeah,
1: and greater than, that creates greater connection.
0: Yeah, amen, and connection is the opposite of addiction. It's not sobriety, it's connection. And when we can connect with one another and maybe maybe just ending on this action point. I remember something that you were really good at was trying to have many smaller conversations with me about sex, mm-hmm. about intimacy. And it finally just got to me and I started opening up slowly but surely. You never condemned me or judge me. You just kept opening up the door. Yeah, you would get frustrated sometimes because I was so shut off. But I, I just think, wow, there's... There needs to be a safe place for a lot of small conversations, just Mm -hmm. like with a child about sex and porn and the body. Sometimes Mm -hmm. us men, we need just a lot of gracious, small conversations about sex to open up the floodgates. And now we can talk very openly as we have our own podcast. So Mm -hmm. God is good. I hope you learned something today about something that plays into your life. Maybe write it down right now and pray about it. Think about it. Maybe even message us or somebody if you need further help about it. But we're really passionate about reclaiming what God made beautiful. And we believe he made orgasm. He made sex. He made your body. He made all these things. And a lot of them have been corrupted by culture and evil. And we really want to help reclaim that. So we want to bless you. We hope and pray as always that our failures can be your success. So we are wishing you all the best in this topic and in this season so god bless
1: god bless and lots of love
0: hey did you know that you can be a part of our vision of transforming 100,000 relationships in the next seven years the easiest way for you to do that is to rate review and share our show so other men women and couples can experience healing and transformation and for yourself hit subscribe to get the new episodes right to your library as soon as they come out if you want to take it a step further, it would be incredible if you would let someone know about our Recovery Accelerator program, an all-in-one systemized and proven roadmap to helping Christian men experience lasting freedom from porn. You can get more information on that at secrethabit.ca slash program or by clicking the link in the show notes below. Thank you so much for tuning into our show today. God bless.